From the University of Wisconsin's WHA radio series of the 1970s comes Earplay, a collection of contemporary audio plays that were originally aired on NPR. On this track, you will hear a now-famous actress, Kathy Bates, when at the age of 30, she starred in an early production entitled Porch. The play is set in the backyard of a middle-class Texas home. Dot, an old woman, sits in the blazing Texas heat, talking endlessly at her daughter, Lucille, who mostly buries herself behind a newspaper. Dot, it is revealed at the start, and over and over again as the dialogue goes on, is really a comical tyrant, but she is a tyrant nevertheless. And Lucille, despite her mail-order bathing suit and her desperate waving to the neighbor across the street, is never going to get off the porch. Playwright Jack Hefner wrote, The play has to do with endings, saying goodbye. The characters are real people, good people, and they behave and talk as the ordinary people they are. As the theme of the play becomes developed, the listening audience begins to feel the nothingness of their lives. And if this play works best, listeners should experience beyond the laughter a feeling of love and sadness for these women. This NPR broadcast of this play originally aired on February 12, 1978. This is Alum Radio, a different kind of oldies program dedicated to honoring the talented people who provided entertainment and information to radio listeners because, at least at the beginning, in the late 1920s and early 30s through to the late 1940s, Radio was the only immediate mass media available, the golden age of radio. My name is John Lovering for Heirloom Radio, thanking you for giving up some of your precious time to listen to this podcast. Your support through listening is much appreciated and not taken for granted. And now, a rebroadcast of NPR's Earplay, Torch, starring Kathy Bates as Lucille and Martha Miller as Dot. of contemporary plays for radio. Earplay. This week, Earplay presents Porch by Jack Hefner. Originally from Texas and now living in New York, Hefner was a founding member of the Lion Theater Company in New York, which produced his best-known work, Vanities. Vanities has been staged by the Chelsea Theater in Brooklyn, the American Conservatory Theater in San Francisco, and the Mark Paper Forum in Los Angeles. He was commissioned by Earplay to write his first drama for radio, Porch, by Jack Hefner. Miss it. Yes, what? What's the mess? Forget it. You're too late. 
had to go in the house for me. Before, to admire your figure? My newspaper. Your newspaper. So you're just going to sit on your cheap lounge and read? Yes. Well, I sure don't want to read. I'm burning up. Oh, Lord, it's hot. Do you remember it being so hot? Hot as a firecracker. Aren't you just burning up? I'm just dripping wet. Every part of me. Aren't you wet? I don't know how you can read when it's so hot. I can't do a thing, I tell you. Can't move a muscle. My energy is fat. Don't think about it. I'm not thinking about it. Just about to die, that's all. You want to go in and wash your face or have a Coke or something? I wanted an ice cream. That would have cooled me off. How can you read while I sit here suffering? It must be good. What? I said it must be good. You had your head buried in that paper half the day. What? I take it the news is good. God, good God. His heart is hated. He wants some ice all chipped up like a snow cone. Like a snow cone? Like a cone. Oh, oh, remember when old man Hayes used to come by selling those cones every day? I'd be out here on the porch because my daddy wouldn't let me go outside the sun. He said, stay inside the screen, get porch, daughter. You got fair skin. If you go out, you get burned. He'd say that. Wouldn't even let me go out to the curb and buy a snow cone from old man Hayes. He was afraid I'd turn red. That's because I used to be a redhead like you. So let that be a lesson to you, Lucy. Who's old man Hayes? Oh, you know old man Hayes. Hey, Lucy, you knew him. I did. Marion, Daddy. Marion Hayes. That gal I went to school with. Marion Hayes. Everybody called her Marion Hayes. Whatever happened to her? She's probably dead. I wonder. I really do. I don't remember her either. Oh, you do? Marion Hayes? God, she was skinny. Marion Hayes. Her daddy sold snow cones in the summer and hot tamales in the winter. He had that tamale cart. Used to push it up to the corner of 7th Avenue by the Continental Bus Station. It was red, and he rolled those tamales in newspapers. Well, not the tamales themselves. They were in corn chucks. But your order of tamales came to you in a newspaper. Like the one you're reading. Whatever happened to him? Well, did I know? Whatever happened to her? I said I don't know her. Poor Marion. Skinny little thing. But tall. Wore glasses. We used to ride by the tamales stand and hang our heads out the car window and scream at old man Hayes. <laughs> Poor old Marion. We'd scream, where's my cat? Or dog? Where's my dog? <laughs> we were accusing them of making those tamales out of cat meat. Dog meat. Oh, poor old man didn't have a chance for the daddy selling snow cones in the summer and tamales in the winter. Nobody liked her because of it. Now, I guess she just up and moved when she had the chance. Went somewhere where nobody knew her past. I guess she just did. Didn't she? Huh? Didn't she move? I guess. Well, I guess she just has to. Wouldn't she? Well? Well, what? Well, it's... Didn't seem to make much difference if your daddy ran the chili factory. That didn't hurt the kids in that family. They were well thought of. Nobody went around screaming, where's my dog to them? But then they used to drive that truck around. He was shaped like a chili can and, and had two beavers in the back. For beaver brand, beaver brand chili. Nobody ever questioned whether that chili was made of beavers or beef. And they called it beaver brand. And they used to have two beavers in the pickup truck in a cage. 
Nobody questioned what was beef or beaver. Did they? Huh? Ain't it odd? What? Odd? I guess. Well, of course it's odd. God, I could drop dead or melt. Can people melt? What? Melt. Like a little black sambo. Melt? Turn into butter? Beats me. Why butter? What? Why did the tiger turn into butter? Why? What for? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. They ran round, round till they turned into butter. Yeah. Why? How? Tigers turning into butter. What would Sambo do with it? What would a little colored boy want with all that butter? I don't know. Makes no sense to me. One of the wonders of the world. Ha, 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 ha. About finished? What? With your paper? About. About time. It gets my mind off the heat. Ha, phew. It's hot. It would rain. Wouldn't help. Just turn into steam. Humidity. If you gotta be hot, dry heat is less hot. Not that I want any heat. Just if we gotta be hot, then it's, it's better not wet. <laughs> and you think it's hot here on the porch? What must it be like out there in the sun? Oh, looky, look! We've done gone over the top of the thermometer. It stops at 110, and we're way past that. Over the top, brick to brick, swift running out like staff out of a maple. <sighs> and there's not a soul on the street. No? Yes. I saw one person pass by this morning. Wanna know who? Well? Well, what? Guess who? Who? Guess, guess. Oh, Lucille, play a guessing game. Uh, any idea? Goodbye, And the came out of her house. We just live in a shanty in old shanty town. Well, ain't nothing I can do about it. Just sit and watch the whole place go straight to hell. Ain't nothing I can do except fame. Fame, fame, fame. Is it interesting? What? The news. I can't tell yet. When will you know? When I finish, I guess. Well, you just let me know. I will. I sure don't want to waste my time reading it if it's not interesting. I'll be hot and bored at the same time. One's bad enough, and since I'm already hot, why I'll be bored. It's not boring. It's not interesting. But it's not boring. We hate to get all the way to the end and hate all the news, every bit of it. Isn't it awful you have to get to the end before you know? I hate for the news to disappoint me. It's almost always bad. I just hate it. You hear me? I hate it. I hear you. You're screaming. Well, I'm making a point. Bad news is for the birds. For the birds, Lucille. That's my point. I made it. That's it. Oh, Lord, I've done worked myself into a lather. I'm an excitable person, Lucille. You got me all worked well, up. Well, simmer down. I'm trying. I'm trying. But you made me lose my temper, and the, and the temperature outside is too high. I'm too hot now. Hot and bothered. I just might die. I might kick the bucket. What would you do if I did, Lucy? You'd probably just read your newspaper, wouldn't you? Hmm? Remember old lady Thigpen? Well, sure I do. I got a good memory. Is she in the paper? Oh, woman with that little shop featuring fried pies. Yes, that's her. God, those little pies are good. 
Nobody makes a fried pie like Mrs. Figpin does. Yes. She died. She did? Dead. Was she cooking when she croaked? Cooking pies? How should I know? Well, what does the paper say? She died. But how? Why? That's, that's incomplete. I want to know it all. A full story. Don't you tell me she's dead. And re- remember Betsy Withrow, that cute little girl that had the Shetland pony? Yes. No. Did she die? No, but the pony did. And that woman who took in ironing Mrs. O'Neill? Oh, no. Died. Dead. Had a stroke. I don't doubt it with all this heat. It's too hot to hide. Stop reading all that bad news, Lucy. You get the press. I want you to listen to me. What? Listen to me. You know my hair's all stuck to the back of my neck. All stuck up in little ringlets. Ha! Phew! Why don't you give me a shampoo? Why don't you do up my hair real pretty? What for? Get your mind off your troubles. All those dead, busy hands are happy hands, Lucille. My hands are happy enough. I may be miserable, but my hands are happy. <laughs> Lucy, you are a scream. Am I? A regular comedian. <laughs> oh, 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 don't make me laugh so hard. Stop cracking jokes, Lucy. I didn't say anything funny. You did, you did. Calm down. You'll bust a gut. Just calm down. <laughs> I'm getting myself under control. Okay. Now, see? I'm calm. Good. Control yourself. I will. Oh, look. Look. Put that down. Give me your attention. Look Be quiet. I see. Nadine, honey, what on earth are you doing out? Whoa. Ah, Look! Be that woman. 
I know you're a Cub Scout. So what? So do what Scouts do. Get that silly woman across that street. Oh, my God, Lucille. Look. Nadine, did you change? Did you decide not to time? You just house, honey. It's cool anyway. Oh, Get back in the house, Nadine. What? Don't scream at me. I may be blind, but I ain't dead. <laughs> Sit quiet, Lucille. That's that poor unfortunate creature. Nadine, turn left. <laughs> well, I never try to help someone who wants to get you. Insult. Look, there she goes right past Roadhouse, just wandering off down the block. You be quiet. You're making a spectacle of yourself. No, Lucy, no. Nadine is a spectacle. She's going to get herself killed. Don't you want to watch? No. Oh, oh look. Look. How bickering you get out of my rose bushes. Lucy, run out there and shoot him out of my rose bushes. Out. Get out. If you don't move, I'll call your mommy, Tom Vickery. Oh, for God's sake, Lucille, did you hear what I just said? I forgot Mrs. Vickery has passed on. Poor little orphan. What a shame. What an unfortunate thing for me to say. Still, it doesn't make any sense he should be stealing my roses, does it? Just because he's an orphan? Besides, he takes my roses, goes home, makes corsages out of them, and sells them. My roses. Maybe he's putting your flowers on his mama's grave. Don't be silly. He sells them. Sold me one. Back when I used to go downtown. There he was, in front of the Woolworth, peddling corsages. So I bought one from the boy, came home, and found my bushes stripped there. I bought my own flowers, Lucille. Twenty-five cents for my own roses. Don't that beat all? Don't that just make you sick? Huh. Old little orphan probably needs the quarter, but that don't make it right, does it? What? Silly. Swiping my flowers so the child can play like he's a florist. No. No. Have no mama. Don't make it right. Thou shalt not steal, Tom Vickery. Get out of our rosebud. Shoot, shoot. That's what children do when they don't have a mama. Isn't that right, Lucille? What? Isn't that how children go wrong? It's not his fault. He didn't kill his mama, did he? Well, of course not. She was killed by that elephant. Now, I bet she'd be sick to death if she could see how her son turned out. Any way you look at it, she's dead. What elephant? Poor woman's probably turning over in her grave right now. Every time her son steals my flowers, I'll bet she turns right over. There's a flip. Don't be vulgar, Lucy. What elephant? I'll tell you, I learned my lesson about stealing when I was a little girl. Yes, I did. I went into the five and dime and lifted a lipstick. I was only about six and didn't have any sense. My daddy whipped me. When I came home wearing lipstick, he knew I'd stole it. <laughs> What's a six-year-old doing owning a lipstick? I should have known to steal something more in my age range. But me, I never liked toys. I just wanted to be pretty. The only thing you ever caught stealing was a pair of black panties that had red lettering across the front. They said, Saturday night. You never were interested in makeup. You stole undies. <laughs> Lucille, you are a peculiar thing. <laughs> Funny. Now that I'm old enough to wear lipstick every day, there are times I just go without it. Of course, I wouldn't do that if we had company. But just sit 
here on the porch. I think it's okay not to wear it. I don't feel a bit ashamed. I think on my own porch I can sit with a natural face. Well? Well, what? I don't have to get all done up, do I? Not for me, not if you don't want to. I'm not talking about what I want. I'm referring to what's proper. Would Jackie O'Nessa sit on her screened-in porch without her face on? I don't know. Find out from her. How can I? I can't ride her. I don't even know her. Never met the girl. I don't know where to turn. Pray, I guess. Pray? To who? What am I going to do? Ask the Lord Jesus for makeup advice? Don't be silly. <laughs> Lucille, you're a card. <laughs> a what? A card. A card. Oh, oh, oh never mind. Read your paper. Me, I'll just fan. Fan, fan, fan. <laughs> well, it's dead outside. No one's out and about. Dead as a doornail. What's a doornail? <laughs> Black Diamond. What? His name was Black Diamond. Who? The elephant. What? The beast that killed that little boy's mommy. Yeah? Guess what? Is that all? That's it, honey. He killed her. Like a doornail. Why? Because she drove up in her convertible. Drove right up to where that elephant was getting a drink of water. Can you imagine? Getting that close to an elephant? I guess when you're looking for a parking place and need it bad enough, you park anywhere. So? So what? How did parking there get her killed? Simple. The elephant reached over, picked Mrs. Vickery up out of her convertible, and slammed her against the sidewalk. Why? How do I know why? Because she had the top down, I guess. Why would an elephant pick a woman up out of a car and kill her? Don't ask me. Why did the chicken cross the road? I don't know. So what happened? They buried Mrs. Vigory. To the elephant. What was an elephant doing downtown anyway? Well, what do you think he was doing, Lucille? Shopping? <laughs> he was in a circus. Why else would an elephant hang around Main Street? Use your head, Lucy. So what happened? Justice won out. The elephant was buried, too. Alive? No. No. After they shot him, silly. Where? Oh, I don't know, Lucy. Where do you bury an elephant? Who cares? My point is, to this very day, you'll never catch me feeding peanuts to them at the zoo. What zoo? We don't have a zoo. That's not my point. Beware of elephants, Lucille. They can just reach over and before you know it, you're a goner. If I were you, I'd steer clear of elephants. I've never seen an elephant in my life. Not in person. Well, if you do, just ease on by and don't park. Don't even go near them. Elephants spell trouble. And that's my point. Now, isn't that a better story than anything you read in that paper today? Isn't it? Are you sure that story is true? Why, I've, I never heard it. Sure it's true. And you never heard it because you never listened. Open your ears, Lucy. You've got a lot to learn. I'll just read my paper. I mean about life, Lucy. Life. You can't always believe what you read, except in the Bible. Why is that the exception? Because it's the truth. I never read anything but the Bible. That's why I speak nothing but the truth. He shall know the truth, Lucy, and the truth shall set you free. Well, I think there's some truth to the newspaper. Just some, Lucy, some. How are you going to separate the truth from lies? You're not smart enough. You didn't do too well in school, did you? I would have felt just awful if I'd been the last in my class. But I was right in the middle. 
Not so smart that everyone called me a bookworm, yet not dumb enough to be considered a fool. Smack dab in the middle, that's me. Mm, someone's always got to be last, so in high school, someone was me. Wouldn't you rather have been in the middle? Seems to me if I was last, if I knew I was going to be last, I would pull myself up by my bootstraps and try harder. I didn't know I was last. I knew I was near the end, but not last. Did it just kill you when you found out? Did you just want to go jump at the lake? End it all? Like I said, someone's got to be last. Being the one hasn't ruined my life. Hadn't helped it, any. Me? Well, I, I never could stand to be the last anywhere. I always got the parties late so I wouldn't be the first. But not late enough to be the last. Then I left early so I wouldn't be the last. But I never was the first. You have to know just when to come and when to go. Timing, Lucille. Being in the middle is a matter of timing. And time is precious. Time flies. I wonder what time it is. Look at the clock. I could do that. What time do you think it is? What? Take a guess. Do I have to? Have some fun. Play game. Take a guess. Well, I'll bet it's about 3.30. <laughs> you are wrong. It's 4 o'clock. It's later than you think. The sun will go down before you know it. You'll be another day older, Lucille. Another day older and deeper in death. Oh? So get your head out of that paper. You might miss something. Nothing to miss. What's there to miss? Plenty. What? I said plenty. You'll miss something good and never know it. Well, read that old paper. It won't help you none. I know how you can read so much now and have been such a bad student. It's too late, Lucy. Your time has passed. You should have read while you were in school. There are things I want to know. Well, you won't find what you want in the paper. What do you want to know? Well, what? I'll answer all your questions. Ask me anything. I'm better in the newspaper. Ask me. Do I have to? Yes. Ask me a question. I'll tell you no lies. Oh, I don't know. Wait your curiosity. Ask me a question. Oh, well. Why is it so hot? I know that. It's hot because it's summer, see? Well, why is it summer? Can't fool me, because we just have spring. That's easy. Well, why do you think you can answer my question? That's so simple. Because I wasn't the last in my class. Any hard one. Well, why live? What? Why live? Oh, <laughs> that's a goodie. That's a $64,000 one. The best one yet. And the answer is, Lucy, because God put everyone on this earth for a purpose. What's yours? Well, I don't always know. He puts us here for the purpose. Takes time for him to tell us what it is. It all falls under a big plan. The master's plan. So you don't know what you're doing. I know. I know. I haven't lived all these years in the dark. I know what I'm doing. I'm doing what God's doing with me. And I'll know what I've done when he decides to tell me. When will that be? When he has the time. When he gets around to it. He's got a lot of book work to do. Well, how should I know that there are millions of people on this earth, Lucy? Red and yellow, black and white. It takes time to let them all know their purposes. What if he doesn't? He does. What if some elephant picks you up and slams you against the sidewalk before he lets you know? Well, you see, I am sure he told Mrs. Vickery her purpose. The minute before that elephant threw her. 
and it was Mrs. Vickery, you're going to be killed by an elephant. Was that it? How did I know? Don't be silly. Whatever he told her was between her and her God. He didn't tell me. He told her. God just expects you to keep on doing whatever you do, do, until he gives you the meaning of what you are doing. So you're just going to sit and wait here on the porch? Sure am. What else can I do? Besides, it's too hot to do anything else. I'd do something else if it was cool, but it's hot. I didn't make it hot. God did. He knows what I do when it's hot. I sit here. If it didn't like that, he'd make it cool. Then I'd go inside and do what I do then. Which is? Set in the living room. I see. Do you, Lucille? Sometimes I wonder if you're so slow to catch on. Well, if God made you to sit, maybe he made me that way. Last in my class. Slow. No. You did that all by yourself, out of meanness. God does not set your pace. He puts us all at the starting gate, and how fast you come out is your business. You really think it's the entire purpose of your life to sit on this porch? Well, I hope that's it. Because if it is, then I've done it. Did my duty. Maybe I'm doing mine then. Maybe I'm doing exactly what God intends. Now, Lucy, I know God means for you to do more than just read the newspaper. I don't think God even likes the paper. I'm sure he'd rather have you read his book. The only one he ever wrote. The Bible? Yes. Oh, the B-I-B-L-E. That's the book for me. How does that song go? I don't remember. Oh, you sang it in Sunday school, remember? I never sang it. Oh, you did. And I got the tune, but I can't remember the words. Oh, the... You did. And I got the tune, but I can't remember the words. Oh, the B Another thing to read. Get me a modern screen or a photo play. Let me give you some money. You're not getting a nickel from me, Lucy. Oh, that's all right. I'll get them for you, Lucy. Little gifts. That's so sweet. See you when I get back, honey. Honey? Much obliged. Bye-bye, Freddy. Freddy? Are you crazy, Lucy? Scream at that old man? Freddy? Get him to buy you things? What will people think? Standing there in the screen door exposing yourself? You're as naked as a jaybird. Hi, Lucy. Hi. I'm not naked. I'm in a bikini. It's as close to naked as you can get in this world. That little swimsuit offers no surprises. You enjoy having that old man's eyes pop out of you. The newspaper boy used to just throw the paper any old place in the yard. Now it brings it back to the door to you. Be staying inside if you're going to wear that thing. Stay away from the Dairy Queen in the shopping mall. Don't even come out on the porch. Someone's liable to whisk you off and turn you into a white slave. People don't do that. Well, you know about people. I've been around and let me tell you, it's bad out there. 
From what I've seen, I warn you, the only really safe place to wear that bikini is in the bathroom with the door locked. And if I'd known you could buy such things through the mail, I'd never gotten a summer sales catalog. What's happened to them? Who can you trust? I don't know. No, you don't know. You'd never have ordered that if you knew. You threw away $18 on that swimsuit as well as your reputation. Lucille, you don't even swim. But I'm awfully cool. Yeah, well, I'm plain disgusted. You're too old to wear a swimsuit. Screaming at that old man, accepting his favors. What if the preacher sees you? How'd you like to be the subject of a sermon? He's not the kind of mince words. What? Man, man, you never listen. No decency to the wind. Go on. Oh, I wish there was a little breeze. I'm about to die. I said I'm about to die. Pass on. Oh, what can I do about that? Don't scream at me. Yell at God. He controls the weather. Tell him to turn the heat down. You think you're very smart. Well, talking smart don't make you have more sense. Smart talk is senseless talk, Lucille, and you don't make no sense. From cuckoo, that's you. Oh, look, a bird, Lucy, a bird. Tweet, 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 tweet. <laughs> Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, tweet, tweet. <coughs> <coughs> another question for you. You do? You know Christine Clough? Oh, yes. Christine works down at the slack factory. She's a seat singer. Is she in the paper? Is she dead? No. Arrested. No. Has some bad checks. Well, she, like you, never did have a lick of sense. And Beth Ellen Bonner? Arrested. No, she called the police and said a prowler broke into her house and used bad language. Called a filthy thing? Oh, it seems. I bet she owns a bikini, too, like you. She got what was coming to her. And that woman who used to sell shoes, Miss Pugh. Cut out, arrested, robbed, dead. I thought you were reading the police news. Now you're back to the open. I skip around. It makes it more fun. Does it? Does it? <laughs> well, it just sounds silly, Lucille. Straighten up and fly right. What's a three-letter word meaning happiness? You're not now doing the crossword. I am. Did you know rump roast is one fourteen a pound at the A&P? Or that dear Abby says that you shouldn't feel obliged to write a thank you note to someone who's killed your mother no matter how thankful you are that she's gone? No, no, I didn't know any of that. I don't want to know any of that. It's trivial. It's stupid. And you made that up about Abby. I just know you did. Do you? And the price of the roast? I bet you made that up too. It's too cheap. Cheap. Did I? Don't bother me with your silly news. Especially if they're going to make up things. You sit around too much. You've got everything out of order. What's the use of reading if you're going to make things up? Get yourself all muddled. Sex. My God, what a word. Where did that come from? I think that's the three-letter word meaning happiness. Sex. Sex. Happiness. How would you know? You never had it. Oh, look, someone's out. Look at Lucille. Even now. Ooh, honey, it's dark. Over here behind the screen, on the porch. What's you doing, girl? Taking out the trash. What's new with you? What? What's new? Come over here and talk to me. Come on inside out of that sun. you got a fair face, girl. You're going to get too many freckles. Come on in and pull up a chair. Oh, God, honey, I can't stay. You're that busy? 
What are you up to? Oh, I'm not up to much. I just went down to the discount store and bought me a plastic pool. You did? I did. Oh, it's just a little one. I'm going to set it up under that shade tree in the backyard and sit in it. That's so cool, y'all. <laughs> Lou Wilson sit around half naked in her swimsuit half a day, and we don't have a pool. Well, you ought to get one. I think it's the answer. Lucille, why don't you just put some clothes on and run down and get yourself a little pool? Lucille, don't do it. It just sounds silly. They are for kids, and you're no spring chicken. Oh, you could get in the backyard and, and turn the hose on yourself. That, that's nothing fun. Lucy, don't listen to her. She's as crazy as you. Well, when I get my pool all set up, you ought to come out and take a look. You're not stepping out of the house, Lucille. <laughs> How you feeling, Doc? Good of you to ask, but I'm not so good. My lower back's acting up. Like I mean old rash. I can't see straight. With all this heat, I'm just not my old self. No, she's meaner than ever. Lucille oh. <laughs> <laughs> made a joke. Well, like I said, I can't stay. I was just putting the trash out. I gotta be running along. Lucille, you come over and use my pool if you want to. I thanks, Ava now. You take care of yourself, Dottie. I will. Ain't nobody else gonna take care of me, it seems. <laughs> bye bye now. See you later, Ava now. Don't sit in that pool too long. You've got no wrinkles. Oh. <laughs> What's gotten into you, Lucy? Calling me mean. Have you gone right off the deep end? <laughs> get away, get. Silly fly, get. Where's that sweater? Hand me my sweater, Lucille. Here. I'm going to get you. Where to go? Oh. Die, die, die. Lucille, I got him. Well, it can't be said about you. She wouldn't kill a fly. I don't know where that expression came from. I really don't. Why not kill a fly? What's so noble about not kill flies? Seems to me it's a service to mankind. Remember thou shalt not kill. Your Bible says that. It doesn't apply to flies. That means man. Thou shalt not kill our fellow man. Not animals. If that applied to animals, why would we eat meat? Thou shalt not refers to man. What about women? Means women too. Man means woman. Why didn't God say thou fellow man and woman? He said man. He said fellas. He means both. Maybe he only had room on the Ten Commandment tablets to squeeze in three tiny letters. M-A-N. Maybe he made a typographical error. How should I know? Whatever his reason for writing man, he also meant woman. God does not discriminate because of gender. What? Gender. Well, then answer this. Why are all the books of the Bible named after men? Maybe because they wrote the best papers. They were first in their class. Who knows? But why were all the apostles men? Well, how many girl gangs have you seen? They ran in a pack. The apostles were all members of the same club. They were Rotarians. Who knows? All men. God is partial to men. There are many great women in the Bible, Lucille. Don't put them down. There's, of course, Eve and Mary. Well, actually, the two Marys. I always refer to them as Mary and Mary Ann. Mary M wasn't as nice a girl as plain Mary. I mean, she wasn't a virgin. Ruth and Sister Naomi and, um, and Sarah. Who could forget sheep or the one who cut the hair? A beautician? No, she cut Solomon's hair. Took away his strength. She didn't cut hair for a living. She was a queen. Now, I forget. Was Sheba the same as Bathsheba? Or was Sheba a country and Bathsheba, the one who messed up Solomon? Or was it Samson and Delilah? Well, it's all confused. But it's all in the Bible. They are all women. They just didn't all know each other like the apostles did. 
I mean, they weren't a clique or a club or sorority. They sort of went their own ways, doing deeds. But God, my dear, does not discriminate against women. After all, he gave us the power to have babies. The power to have babies? That's why he made you the way you are. See how little you know? See what you learn from your newspapers and magazines? You ought to pick up the good book. That's where you get all the answers. It's not called good for nothing. What's it good for? It's a total delight. Adventure, drama, pathos, a few laughs. Not many, but a few. It's very well written. Better than a newspaper. Ooh, the B-I-B-L-E. You say so. Oh, you can't beat the Bible. Hey, hey, remember when we used to buy view master pictures called stories from the Bible? We had that deluxe view master, like a projector, and we'd stretch a sheet across the French doors in the dining room and watch a whole evening of Bible stories. I was bored stiff. You loved it. You begged for more. Where the hell was that view master? You threw it away, I hope. Along came TV, and you never cared anymore about that view master, much less Bible stories. It was a passing fancy, along with a student baker, straw shoes, and my pillbox hat. They all went out of style. Everything changes. You do. The world does. All gone to the dogs. It's just crazy. It's the good humor again. Good humor! If you had on some clothes, you could run out and get your ice cream. To have a popsicle if you were decent. I'll go anyway. Not the think you don't. If you go out like that, you'll be gone with the wind. I'm just going to the curb. No, you're not. Curb it, Lucy. You're not dressed for the occasion. If you had on a dress, I'd be enjoying an ice cream. But you just bought that swimsuit to make me miserable. So I had to watch you and your ugly body all the time. Not pretty, Lucy. Not pretty. There it goes. By one chance to enjoy life. There goes the good humor. A cone would have cooled me off. If you had some morals, I would be cool. You want me to bring my buzz fan out here? Blow the hot air around, huh? Well, it doesn't make up for me not getting an ice cream. At least it shows you've got a heart. Usually in the wrong place, like hanging out of your bathing suit. But at least you've got one. I'll go in the house and get the fan. And get an extension cord. That way you can plug it in in the living room and pull the fan way out here on the porch. Eh? I hear you. I'm going to be cool. I'm going to be cool. Here we go. Pardon it. me flipping out. There we go. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm cool. Did I ever tell you that Coco has a bus fan in all her bedrooms, even in the winter? No. Yes. Once when I went to visit her, she showed me to my room and said, here's your bus fan. And I said, Coco, why do I need that? And she said, turn it on for privacy. It drowns out the noise so everyone in the house won't hear what you're doing. Can you believe it? What you think I'd be doing? I admit, I felt a bit but... Oh, dear. Oh, dear, what? That thing sure is loud. Yeah? I can hear it running at night. I can hear it running in your room. So? I guess you have this bus fan for coolness, don't you? Do you? Sure. It does make a lot of noise, though. Drowns out noise. 
Oh, dear. I don't suppose you use it to drown out noise. What? What do you do in your room? Nothing. Good. Why, good. I'm glad to know nothing's going on that I shouldn't hear. This is a very loud fan, Lucy. I don't want you sneaking around on me, doing things I don't know about. You don't do sneaky things, do you, Lucy? No. Well, I thought, well, sometimes Helen comes over. It's not sneaky. She just comes in. When? Helen? Helen who? Helen from down the block. Went to school with her, and sometimes she drops by and she gets off work at the movie. At night? She works at night. She comes over often? Comes in when I'm asleep? Sometimes. You sit in the bedroom? Sometimes. Why not sit out here? We sit in there when it's hot. Are you this bus fan? If it's hot. It's always hot! So, you uh, use the fan, have a tiny little drink sometimes. Helen does, sometimes. Help to relax after work. Who is this alcoholic? How tense can she get selling tickets for a movie? It makes her tense. Helen was bad at math. I was never last in math. Helen was. Counting all that money makes her friends. I used to say the two you shouldn't study together. What's her phone number? I should call her parents. What kind of family would let that daughter come over and get bombed after I've gone to bed? What difference does it make? It's my room. I can ask over whoever I like. Can you? Can you? Well, I know what you like. I don't suppose you have men in, do you? What? Man, man. For God's sake, get rid of this bus fan. Turn it off. Get rid of it. Why? I want to know what's going on. I won't have a, a, a water gate under my own roof. I'll never get a wicked seat now. Turn that evil fan off. Off. Okay, it's off. You, you... What have you done to me? Nothing. I had a friend over. Keep that Helen out. And don't bring men in here. I don't want strangers in my house. It's mine, too. Daddy left it to me. He was my daddy. He was my husband. I earned this house. I deserve it. It's mine. Children are supposed to own their own home. I'm not a child. I wish I had my own home. How would you get your own home, huh? You don't have a profession. How'd you pay for it? What money you have belongs to me. I won't give you the money. You won't even give me enough to take a bus ride. I'll give you money. I gave you $18. Look what you bought. A swimsuit. It's not worth it. There's not even a half a yard of fabric there. You could have made that entire little outfit out of the hem of my house dress. I've thrown away scraps, bigger man. I get your point. Do you? Do you, Lucille? You don't have a head for handling money. Your friend Helen may have been the last in math class, but I'll bet you were right there with her, bringing up the rear. Your own home? Are you crazy? How in the world would you ever get one? I could walk across the street and marry old man Ferguson. I could do that. After all, that's what you did, marry an old man, sit on his porch, have a kid, got your own home. What you did didn't take any brains or money. I could walk across the street, do what you did, sit on Freddy's porch and stare at you. I could do that. Unless it's God's will that I should stay here for 45 more years, letting you make me miserable. You wouldn't marry that old man. Sit on your porch and watch. You don't even know old man person that well. Oh, do you? I do. I talk to him at night when you're asleep. Other times I wander down the block and see Tommy Vickery's daddy. Another nice widower. Ferguson's old. Vickery's young. Both are lonely. So am I. Well, you have yourself quite a nightlife. I bet you even hang out with the beatniks at the Dairy Queen, huh? I had the time of my life when it's past your bedtime. What makes you think any man would want to marry you? 
Ah, pity. Out of loneliness. I don't know. No, you don't know. You see, the whole world's lonely, Lucille. That's the state of things. There's no reason to wander up and down the block talking to the men folks. Shame on you. There's no reason to marry one. But you did marry one. That don't make it right. It was one mistake I ever made, but I recovered. Got over it. And got a house. Oh, for peace's sake, Lucille. Hold your horses. I'm a dying woman. You have this porch all to yourself when I go. See till I go. This is yours. It says this hard, I'll be dead soon. How soon? What? How soon? To make it short, I might stay around to see the end. I'm about to get going. That's silly. You make it sound like you want me dead. Right now, I wish I knew an elephant. You certainly got a smart mouth. I didn't raise you to be a tart. No, what did you raise me for? Because because you were born. You, you came along. You were there. Well, that's why the chicken crosses the road, Mama. Because it's there. Like Freddie Ferguson. Well, well... I don't know what to say. Finally. Well, this is a fine how-to-do. What? You. Well, I think it's time for you to go in. It's the hottest day of the year, and all this heat has done warped your mind. You've had too much exposure. I don't want to go in, thank you. Well, I won't sit here and talk too crazy. You ought to get inside. Get on some clothes. Get a hold of yourself. Freddie's bound to be back soon with my magazine. You wouldn't do that, would you? Be poor old me and marry that poor old man. I'm the one who's poor. I'll be gone soon. Just wait. Then you can have this house. Run all over creation at night in your silly swimsuit. Get yourself involved with a hot rod. If you want. I won't know Right now, I need you. For years, you said, Lucy, don't go. I need you. So I didn't go. And all you needed me for is added up to nothing. I need to go. I've got a lot to do. After the Lord takes me, you'll be on your own. Finally. I bet you find out there's nothing to do, Lucy. Nothing is what there is to do. There's no need to go looking for anything you can't have right here. This is the best of nothing. Oh, I know you have dreams. Wild ideas put there by your newspapers and magazines about what's going on in the world. But this is the best place to be, Lucy. Out here on this porch. When I go to my eternal rest, you can rest right here. Swing on the swing, rock in my rocker, watch the world go by, like in the soap opera, as the world turns. This, Lucille, is the best place to watch it from. Just watch it turn from here. The view is better here than it is from old man Ferguson. Don't go outside in the world. You're a little person. You might get lost. I'm going to go in now. Wheel my chair inside. I don't want to sit anymore and talk to a crazy woman. Think through carefully all these dumb ideas you have of what you're going to do. Try to think before you run off and do something rash. Look before you leap, Lucy. All right. I'm just going to read. 
Read the news of people who got robbed, arrested, or shot. People who got out and did something. Good for you. Good for me? After all, you wouldn't want to wander off. I might start to die, and you wouldn't be here. I might croak. You'd be down the street. Now, wouldn't that be a shame? That would be real news, Lucille. Wouldn't you hate to miss it? I just want it over with. I'll go soon, I promise. When? I'm ready. I've been ready for a long time. Been just waiting for ages. I can't wait to get to heaven. Every night before I go to sleep, I pray, Dear God, take me. I've seen the world for 70-odd years. Seen my neighbors come and go. Seen Ava Nell take out her garbage every day. Nadine practically get killed every time she sets foot out of her front door. Watch Tommy Vickery swipe my roses. And old man Ferguson trot off to the post office. See Lucille grow from a little girl and she's just the silliest woman. I've had an iPhone. Seen it all. Everything there is to see from this porch. I'm ready to go to heaven and see what the angels are up to. Well, I've had it with the porch. I'm going inside, Lucille, and wait. Don't run off. Hit and rock. Hit and rot. God, it's hot. God, I got to be going. Jack Hefner. Martha Miller played Dot, and Kathy Bates was heard as Lucille. Others in the cast were John Arnon, Vincent D. Metzo, and Martha Van Cleef. The play was directed by Garland Wright and engineered by Tom Bigley for Earplay, the Radio Drama Production Center for Public Broadcasting. Earplay is made possible by grants from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting and the National Endowment for the Arts.